up in that F-150 People trying to talk, but I don't got time to listen Trying to find my way, I gotta stay on the mission My family need me now, and I don't have time to miss them Always trying to work, always down to the whistle I give it all I got, cause it helped with my mental Always on the grind, like the king I'm official Smoking on this gas, help me get through my issues Welcome. Welcome to the VC Lab. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the VC Lab. We are back in the building. We got a special one today. What's going on with you, man? Hey, what's up, man? How your week been, man? It's been good, man. Oh, so you're not gonna you're not gonna tell them who I am? I'm gonna, gonna tell you who you who you is. Bad, I just wanna, you know, see how you're doing I'm good, first. I'm good. It's been a good week. Man, I'm telling you, okay. <laughs> but this whole time, man. Hey, but if, if y'all don't know, this is you know, he he he. He's somebody I met as I got older a little bit in life through through high school, through one of my homies named BJ, for people that know me personally. Shout out, BJ. Man, this is the best barber in the city, to my opinion. I appreciate you, man. Man, my homeboy, Mike. What's up with you, Thank man? Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. What's up with you? Man, I'm doing all right, man. man. I've been doing good, man. Just just trying to stay above water, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I, but everything been, you know, straight with you in your life lately? These yeah, days? man. Everything's good, man. I'm just working. Surviving, uh-huh. thriving, doing what I do. Hey, it ain't too many people that can run a shop by itself for over a year. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the pandemic, but you know, whatever. Uh, uh, nothing, just something. Well, I mean, it was before the pandemic when you yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, before. My bad. I meant to say before. Yeah, that's what I'm finna say now. Yeah, Give yeah. yourself some credit now. You was running this thing. I'm like, yeah, dang. I try. I'm talking to B. I'm like, man, how he, he running that thing with what? Say he gotta be making some bread. I already know it. <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't making no money. Don't, oh, worry don't about quit that. lying to these people. Don't worry about that, man. You got about four cars and they all sitting on rims. That's his lie. <laughs> <laughs> man, so, but people don't know, you know, you from Nashville, correct? Uh, I mean, I've been here long enough to say I'm from Nashville. I've been here since '99, but originally I'm okay. from uh, I'm from Zimbabwe. I was born in Zimbabwe. Oh, so you were born in Zimbabwe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, time yeah. I thought you were born here. Nah, nah, nah. I came here when I was uh when I was ten. It was uh October '99. Okay. Yes, yeah, when we moved over here. So that's what's up. Did like when they moved over here? Was it just they moved over here to figure something out, or did they already have? Nah, I had a uh, so. We had uh we had some family here. Okay. Uh, and my my aunt uh she was here uh-huh. and uh and we we moved over here. So, uh it was my aunt first and then a, a few years later my mom came. Okay. And then my mom set us up to come about 6 months later. Okay. What part of Nashville were you living in then? Uh man, I bounced around. We we've lived in Hermitage, then we went to Antioch, then okay, we to Hern, Yeah, then, you know, in the city, then back to Donaldson, Antioch and stuff right like that mm. right now. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So y'all came here from Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and now you living the American dream, or the African American dream. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm yeah. trying. Oh, you ain't look what we at, man. You doing? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I still feel like this is like ground level for me. Like you I know, feel you. I have I have a lot of goals that I'm trying to reach. Yeah, and this is like the first. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first I'm step. happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy about it, but you know, I'm yeah. still I'm still. Because I remember when you was you wasn't in your own shop, right. even though that's still a good shop as well. But right, then. Right. Now you in your own little thing, you know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. coming something big. Absolutely. Yeah, don't downplay it now. This, hey, this nice. I appreciate it, man. Got hey. murals on the wall and everything. Doing things. Yeah, man. Yeah, trying to do it. That's a that's a local artist right there. It's Vicky. I think uh, yeah. you went, I think you went to school with Vicky. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Vicky for yeah. sure. Vicky Mendoza. She's dope. Yep, for yeah, sure. yeah. I gotta try to get her do something for me one day, man. Yeah, you should. She, you should, you should get it right now before uh, prices go up. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the yeah, ticket yeah. going up for everybody that went right, to. Right. So 
before I even say that, so growing up, you know, what high school did you end up going to in the city? Uh, I went to McGavick. Okay. Yeah. Did you like it there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. McGavick was fun, man. Um, I'm one of those that loved high school. If I could go back for a couple of days or something like that, I'd go mm-hmm. back. I be thinking down. about it like that, man. I yeah. know you got a story or something happened. I know I got one. I tell mine first. Okay. So, <laughs> man, so mine is me, BJ, Jamar. We all go to McGavick, right? So, you know, I think it's, I think this was our senior year, you know, playing football. Right. We pretty much could get away with some stuff, but we couldn't do anything we wanted to do, but we could finesse our way through some stuff. So, right. one weekend, we went to Sky High or something. And his BJ phone got stolen. Mm. So then, all of a sudden, his phone ping. We at home at this point. His mm. phone ping. He like, bro, man, my phone somewhere in Antioch. Food. Let's hop in the truck and let's go get him. I was the only one that had a car at this time. I, right. I was in, you know, white chrome. The truck out right, there. Right, right. So then, we get there. We get to the dude though. BJ don't even want to. He don't even want to knock on it. And I'm like, bro, if you don't knock on this door, I done wasted my gas. <laughs> what you saying about BJ? <laughs> but I done wasted my gas. Look, for real, bro. I'm like, I done wasted my gas. But come on, bro. And then he didn't want to do it. They were like, man, nah, it might be a bad situation. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right. I said, I'm done with it. I ain't helping you no more. I done came out here in the middle of the night. I ain't helping you no more. So we get to school. Uh-huh. It's a good day, too. Think we had burgers that day. It was fire school. Food, lunch was good. Right. Everything was good. All of a sudden, I get a text. I'm in science class. I think, dude, dude, hey, bro, it's on, bro. We need to go get. Th-. I'm like, bro, it's the middle of school. What are you doing? Right. He like, bro, I'm telling you, man, the teachers man said gave us some excuses. I'm like, what? He said the teacher said we can we can leave and go. He said, yeah, man. I'm like, man, whatever. You gotta show me. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, man. So I went over there. He was like, man, y'all good. Go give you better come back though. And she was cool because we were seniors anyway. I was like, I ain't bad. We go all the way to Hillwood. Then it came on at Hill. We walking on Hillwood campus. Mind you, we got McGavick shit on. Mm-hmm. Everything. We see the field. We like, man, we finna just walk on the field. I'm like, well, bro, y'all. This is during school. Or after during school, school. we okay. school ain't even over yet. Okay. We didn't, we didn't just we didn't sign out of nothing. Right. We got okay from one teacher, mm. like she the principal. Right. Went and got in my truck, drove all the way over there, West Wood, like West Nashville, Hillwood, mm-hmm. West Nashville. Mm-hmm. We get over there, mind you, it's people all on the thing. We finna get on there, office. I'm like, bro, nah, we need to go on. The, we need to go inside, just go and go to the office, and maybe we can get it that way. If you really want your phone, that's what we need to do. Cause we gonna fuck around, and go to jail mm-hmm. <laughs> up right. up in here. So then we finally get to the door. Somebody from here, one of the Hillwood students, let us in. We roaming the hallways, getting close to where it's pink, because you know you got to find your iPhone. Mm-hmm. We get right there. I'm like, he was like, bro, it's a class full of people in there. This sounds dramatic. I feel like somebody about to get shot. <laughs> nah, bro. I was like, bro. Then I told him, I'm like, look, let's just go to the office, bro. And then that's your best bet. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. If you ain't, you ain't. So we go in there, the office lady. Um, What y'all need? We walk in. I'm like, well, we already knew what I got there. Let me do the talking because I got the the light voice. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm calmer than everybody. I know how to talk. So I'm like, man, let me do the talking. Just be quiet. You know how BJ is, man. I just need my phone, Brian. I'm like, just be quiet. So I walk in. Um, Yeah, ma'am. See, what happened was... Then she like, hmm. Hey, this, you know how them, them lady, them secretary, and she black lady, darker mm-hmm. than me. She wasn't trying to hear nothing I was trying to say. Right. 
I'm like, see what happened was we was at Sky High and my homie phone got stolen and we know we got to find my iPhone and it's on right now. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm, let me see it. So we show her. Then she get to looking up, um, do y'all go to this school? I see I got my Gavik stuff on. And we like, uh, well, see, we don't go to this school. We go to McGavick, but mm-hmm. we got an excuse to be able to be here. Right. And then, so happened while I'm in here trying to finesse our way through this lady, the officer come in. So then I had to tell her, I was like, look, officer, because she wasn't even trying to hear us. And she was finna have the officer escort us out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, we got to find my iPhone. Somebody stole his phone from Sky High, and it's here. It's here. And, and he was like, well, let me, and then the old white guy, he put on his glasses. He's like, okay, y'all just stand right here. He went He went down there. About 10 minutes go by. He come back. He got the phone. Mm-hmm. BJ still hot. You ain't going to believe why. <laughs> he like, where my case at? I'm like, nigga, <laughs> what? I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, we done got the phone, bro. And, and you talking about where my case at? Take the, take the I'm like, wind. nigga, we going back, bro. You better come on. He like, bro, that's my sister case, bro. She, my mama go beat my. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, nah, bro, come on, bro. Yeah. We gone, bro. We right. gone, and we live, man. McGavick, boy, the shit, the stuff I went through going to that school, boy, was crazy, but it was fun. Yeah, McGavick was fun. It Good was time. fun. I know you guys. I know you got one. Nah, I don't have any. I I got some colorful stories, but they involve some people and they like family men and whatnot. And I'm not trying. Oh, to oh, it's one of them types. <laughs> oh, it's one of them type stories, man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let them live. So uh, I ain't, I ain't, we, we're not gonna jump into those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all was living, living for real, for real. Uh yeah. I mean, I go to church and stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, I'm a Christian now, but yeah, back then, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, Christian, I might have been dibbling, dabbling, but now yeah. I'm good. I ain't I'm trying nice to get guy, caught up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, you go into McGavick, and then you get into it, you know, you start trying to figure yourself out. How did you know you were going to get into, you know, Barbara? Uh, man, actually, I didn't uh, for the longest time. So, I went to... When I went to McGavick, my whole thing, or, you know, every African parent's dream is for their kid to go to college, um, get some six-figure job, you know, hopefully get a degree, my baby's a doctor, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. that type of stuff. So, originally, I was actually pre-med, and I was going to be a pharmacist. I can see that. And uh, um, <laughs> I was, so I went to, you know, I was in school, and I remember there's this guy. He was kind of like he was kind of like my mentor. He was a young guy too. He was only he was only twenty eight at the time, and he already had his own um, his own uh, operation as okay. a pharmacist. Like you know, he, he had his own pharmacy. And I was talking to him, and he was like, "I don't I don't know if um, I don't know if I was giving off a vibe, or he just felt compelled to tell me this." And he said, "And this is something I tell like a lot of the the guys that come in here, especially young ones. Don't do something you don't love." Don't do anything you're not passionate about. Mm-hmm. So he gives he gives me a story and um and he's like um, you know those uh you know those older guys you know people always say they're going through a midlife crisis. You see them at the red light and they're driving a Corvette at 65 years old. They're not going through a midlife crisis, you know not th- not every single time. Yeah, they've just now gotten to the point where they can afford that expensive car because uh. they went to you know so you go you go to you go to school uh-huh. while you're in school you. You may meet a girl, 
So you're going to marry the girl. That's a bill. And then after you marry the girl, you're probably going to get a house together. That's a bill. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have some kids. That's the most expensive bill. So by the time you're adding all that up on top of your uh, your student loans and everything like that, it's going to be a good, you know, 20 years while you're paying all that stuff off to where you can actually have some fun in your life. Yeah. Which is cool if you're happy with that life that you're living. It's only worth it if if you're comfortable with what you're doing, if you're passionate about it. It's a waste of time if you're living somebody else's dream. Mm-hmm. Don't live your mother's dream. Don't live because your mom's your mom said, uh, I want Q to be a brain surgeon. And you go, to, you go to school for eight years, and then you got to do the 50 hours a week and all this stuff. Yes, you're making good money, but you're not happy. Yeah. And I always tell people, I always say, a guy selling oranges inside of the road can make a million dollars if that's his passion. You're going to find so many different ways to sell those oranges and do, yeah. and do that. So, so anyways, um, long story longer, I, uh, I had that conversation with him, and I was already feeling this way. I ended up dropping out of, of school. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, of course, uh, you know, that was a big thing in my house. Uh, you know? Yo, mom, yeah, 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 yeah. Mike? Yeah, we went at it. Um, my dad more so th- more than my mom. My mom is very, um, she's very supportive of anything I want to do. If I told my mom I want to be a breakdancer, she going to go buy me some cardboard box. And That's how my box. mama was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so anyways, um, I ended up moving to Atlanta. I moved, I lived in Atlanta for about two years after that, after... Two years here. I went to Atlanta for two years. I ended up coming back. What made you come back? Uh, man, my mom was here. Because uh, I left my mom here. Mm-hmm. And I just and I, I felt like I needed to be around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was going through a whole lot at that time. And yeah. we, we really needed each other. So I came to visit for a weekend. And I just never went back. And uh, every they, they kept calling me. It's like, yo, when are you coming back? I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm coming back tomorrow. Hey, what about? I'm gonna be back next. Did you week. have a spot? Or? No, no, no. I was I was living with my dad. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was living with my dad. So, so my dad, easy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just packed the bag and just never came back. I feel the same. No way, boy. You grown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, so uh, while I was down there, my brother kept asking me to cut his hair for whatever reason. I've never cut hair before a day in my life, and my brother keeps asking me to cut his hair, and uh, I kept doing, I kept doing, it, and I was like, and I was resisting at first. And then after a while, I was kind of like, man, I kind of like doing this. Yeah. I think I'm going to charge you next time I cut your hair. <laughs> you know, so. No, you ain't getting no more free cuts from me, man. Yeah, bro. exactly. You don't have to give exactly. me that 15 like if you went to the shop, man. Yeah, so, so I woke up one day and I, I, was, tell, I was talking to my mom. I was like, I think I want to cut hair. And my, my intention was um, the next day I was going to go start looking for, for uh, School. schools and stuff like that. right? So I had a whole list. My mom had gone out earlier that day and she came back and she had she was like hey i stopped by the school i talked to these guys they seem you know uh, like they're about what they're about and stuff like they seem mm-hmm. like very genuine nice people whatever and i was like my mom is like my moral compass you know a lot of things a lot of decisions i make uh i make them after i've had a conversation with her yeah because you know she she looks out for me mm-hmm. you know with all intentions so yeah. anyways i uh I, I sat down and i was like you know what this is where i'm gonna go so that was going to be my first stop before I went to the other schools. As soon as I walked into the place, I was like, this is it. This is where I have to be. Mm-hmm. So I signed up for it. I went to school. And funny enough, uh, one, of my, one of my boys that I actually ended up working for, I was privileged enough to work in his shop. And uh, what happens with a lot of barbers is you end up, you jump shops a lot, you know, within your first two years, three years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was blessed enough to be able to stick with him. 
I remember we were in high school together, and I'll never forget this. It was in ninth grade, and he was talking to me. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be a barber. I'm going to do this. And he's like, yeah, you should get your license, too. You can come cut hair with me. And I'm looking. I said, I don't want to cut no damn hair. <laughs> talking about, you know? And it was so funny because I called him because he used to come to my house and cut my hair all the time. But wh- while he was in a, um, barber school, okay. I was actually his model uh, for uh, this his test. No, not his test. It was the first the first uh, shop he ever worked in. It was a it was fancy place, D1. It was out in Franklin. Okay. Yeah, for the athletes and stuff like that. And I was his model for that. And I called him. And I was like, yo, I'm thinking about going to barber school. You know, this is what I want to do. He was like, word, I'm actually about to open my shop, like, in a in a couple weeks. So by the time you get done, I'll be one year in and you could just start coming working with me. And that's exactly what happened. And then it just, you know, the rest kind of wrote, it, wrote itself after that. So mm, and here I am. And this is beautiful establishment. Yeah, You're doing your thing, you. man. So through growing up, because I know you you love, you know, hip-hop music deeply. Absolutely. Every time I come in this shop, either playing some Jay-Z or some 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 Nas, right. uh, but this time I seen him playing some Big Walk, though. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" He's nice. When you start listening to, <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been listening to that. Well, you don't showcase it like you showcase the other stuff. I've been listening. I've been listening to all that stuff, bro. I, I used to listen to um one of uh one of the first CDs I ever stole was uh hold a minute was, uh, wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> oh, we ain't just finna walk past that you said you said stole yeah I stole I stole I stole a CD good lord I wasn't <laughs> I, I wasn't shoplifting I stole it from from uh don't one, tell me you stole it from a friend uh nah he wasn't a friend it was like a neighborhood guy he was like big homie in the neighborhood I took it from you stole your big homie CD he ain't do nothing about it. I mean, he's of course, he ain't gonna do nothing about it, but it's like, dang. He's all right. I wanted it. He wouldn't let me listen to it. So and so I, you just took it? Yeah, I took it. I took it. I mean, I gave it back, you know, after I was done with it. But it was uh, it was a 3 6 Mafia. I forget which one it was. I think it was 3 6. Yeah, it was 3 6 Mafia. You know, so I've been listening to Memphis music. Okay, so for now yeah. we're in that because I think we had a conversation about that, and we ain't get a clear understanding on that either. Why you? you so who was the this? who's the king of Memphis when it comes to hip hop? Who's the king of Memphis? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you got to. I would say Yo Gotti is 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 standing on top of the hill. He's he's had. He's had the biggest. Uh, you want to say Young Dolph, right? No, no. You want to say Juicy J? You know what? I I can see that. I, that's that's not Cause, wrong either. Because he's still to this day, he could come out with a hit song tomorrow. It might not be everybody just banging it, but mm-hmm. number wise and whoever he got on the track, it's gonna be people that's current today. Okay, so you know why you know why Juicy J could be overlooked is because Juicy J was part of a, a group. Yeah. At one point. And Juicy, even even like Juicy J, I feel like he kind of played the background for a long time. Even like when when he when he was doing his own thing, mm-hmm. he was producing. Yeah. But then he went and he was under Wiz Khalifa mm. at the same time. So it was never like I don't want to say it, he wasn't representing Memphis, but he was like under somebody the yeah. entire time. Reason I could say Yo Gotti is because I feel like Yo Gotti came out as the one like the, the leader of his operation. He he didn't have partners. And he's been around since, because uh, he came out. Yo Gotti's first big release, I think, was 06 or 05. Because he came out the same time as Jeezy, right? Around that, around yeah. that time. Yeah. And he was the one, he was like the, the mainstay. So that's why it's easy to say Yo Gotti. I'm not mad at uh, Juicy J. 
his last album was actually fire too. Yeah. I, don't know I mean, I just feel like album. his catalog, and he's got a a, a Grammy. Yeah, no, I, Yo Gotti ain't got no Grammy. Bro, I'm he ain't even close. His music, to me personally, Yo Gotti music been trans for at least three, four years now. Okay, that's disrespectful, but okay, <laughs> it has been. That's fine. That's not that's his artist, but his, his music by itself. Yeah. That, I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. That's your opinion. That's cool. Yeah. He, he's just had an incredible run. He's still, he's still relevant yeah. to this day. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think he's, he's a forefather, definitely. In, yeah, um, he up music. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you know what was? So do you, you say? Would, do you, you say would. that Three Six Mafia is what made you fall in love with hip hop? No, 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 not even close. So what made you fall in love with hip hop music? Uh, I don't know. You know what? I was always more of an East Coast music kind of fan. Okay. So I was a big fan of um, Nas uh, growing up. Um, still am. He just put out album of the year too. Um, and I was a big fan of Common. And I hated Jay Z for the longest time. See, I don't, I ain't really that big of a fan. I like him now, yeah. but back oh, I ain't really. I'm like, yeah, Not, just, yeah. You know what it was? It was I I I didn't like Jay Z because it, and it was a, it was a childish thing. I didn't like Jay Z because everybody thought he was the greatest. And I refused to be, to be impressed by him. That was my whole thing. And then after a while, like when I when I gave in, I was like, I gotta listen. Jay Z is the greatest rapper to ever do it. It's undeniable. Nobody could nobody could touch Jay Z. In what way? Yeah, Everything. Well, yes, he's the greatest rapper ever. I, okay, listen. I mean, I mean, it's hard to. It's not hard to say. It, it's very easy. I mean, to say. yeah, he got the most money, but, but it's not about money. I'm, but, I'm li- okay, so when I t- when I talk about music, right? When I talk about music, I don't care about the context of it. Mm-hmm. So if if um, let's say, let's say uh, aliens came down here, right? And there's mm-hmm. no remnants of human life around here, and you have to have catalogs of songs to play. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows these other people from this other planet, this other world. They don't know how many followers um, Drake has on Instagram. They don't know how much how much money Jay Z has. Whatever. We're playing music from start to stop. Who's got the best songs? Who's got the best legendary verses? That's that's the context I I live in when I'm talking about music. I'm not talking about what you have outside of that. And personally, his record is undeniable. Yeah, he do got some good records. Jay Z still got verse of the year from like three years ago. What song is that? What's free, Meek Mill? Yeah, that was a good verse. Yeah, that wasn't a good. That was an incredible verse. I mean, I it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. Did I just? I mean, I can. He, okay, he, so who comes close to who comes close to Jay Z? Oh, who's above Jay Z? Because you you're combative right now. I really, to me, there isn't a greatest that's ever done that. That's I just, feel like it's not. I, that's just me personally. There's never, there's not a greatest. So you don't think somebody, there's anybody better than another person? But I don't feel like it's. Okay, to so me personally, I don't feel like it's such a gap. That only gap to me is is money wise. But other than that. 
Okay, I okay. What I don't feel like it's that much of a gap. But what's the what? What does money have to do with like skills I mean, and music and influence? That's what I'm saying. Okay, when we talking about music and influence. I, I I feel like. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of older rappers to me. Not not, not just East Coast wise, but I don't feel like there's a greatest. I feel like there's some greats, but there's not the greatest to that's, ever. That's, that's just crazy. to me. I don't feel like there's a greatest. I okay, just don't. When we talk about influence, we say Jay-Z's the big homie to everybody. That's influence enough. Drake, Drake, maybe Eminem. Maybe Eminem might have the greatest um, rap career financially. I'm not sure. Or maybe no, not financially. The big he may Eminem may be the biggest hip hop artist of all time. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But Drake, I'll say Drake right now. His run is unprecedented. So Drake might be the between Eminem and Drake. I feel like is the biggest hip hop artist of all time. And even with that, I still feel like nine out of ten rappers would still want to be Jay Z in those situations. Jay Z doesn't have. Uh, as many hits as Drake does, but he has the most respect out of everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, don't get me wrong. I respect. I respect him. I understand that. Yeah. I just don't feel like there's a greatest. I, I just. I don't. I don't. I, I, don't even, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand what that means. I don't, but because it's so many. It's it's. That's like I, saying there's. I don't feel like there's the greatest basketball player of all time, or an an era. Okay, are they? To me, that's how I feel like with the with the basketball thing, right? Yeah. I can't say Michael Jordan. I can't say LeBron. I can't say Kobe. I can say in their eras, yeah. they were the guys. Yeah. Because it's it's so many variables in that. Okay, the t- type of play style they had, evolution of like people, just humans, the way they look, like physically and yeah. and the way they moved, science, sports science, all that stuff, whatever, whatever. Rules have changed. Uh, you know the way these teams are put together, attitudes and whatever, whatever. So. You could never really say this person couldn't play in this era, this person could play in this era, but you could say that they're greats of their eras. Yeah. So can you at least say that there's greats of eras? Uh, yeah, I can say that. Okay. All right. But so I mean, who's the great of this era? Of this era? Yeah. Drake. Okay. Okay. It gotta be. I okay. Mean, so or, I mean, Drake. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. He is he is one of the greats. You talking about Drake or Jay Z? I mean, Jay Z. Okay. He's he's very like. No, I, I'm I'm not. I'm saying not. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't. I just feel like musically wise, I just just me personally. Yeah, of course. I just don't think he's just the greatest. I don't really feel like there's a greatest. I feel like there's some greats. There's some there's a lot of greats, but it ain't no greatest. So what would make the greatest for you? Can anybody make the greatest for you? I know you're a big uh, Young Dolph fan. Is is Young Dolph? No, he's not the greatest. No, I'm not saying he's the greatest. Is he one of the greats? Because I've never heard anybody champion Young Dolph as much as you do. To me, mm. he's one of the greats. Okay, to a lot of people, fine. he might not be. But to me, no, he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, okay, greats to me is Jay-Z, Drake, Ice Cube, 50 Cent. You really think Ice Cube is a great? 
from what he did. The same way no, we no, talking no, about no, this. No, your personal opinion, not not some shit yeah, that I, you heard I, from somebody. I do. I, I like his so music. You, so you, oh, you listen to Ice Cube? Yeah. What's your favorite Ice Cube song? I'm I'm asking because I'm surprised to hear this from you. No, man. I forget what's the name of the song. Um. It was a good day. I mean, that's a good one. But it's not that one. But the song, the songs I like for artists, I remember. I put them in the playlist. I might not remember the name. I ain't gonna lie. I might not I remember you. the name. But when I hear, it, I know what it is. And mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's that's, that's it. But I for because there's one off his new one he dropped about two about two three years ago. It was a tape he did, but it was like a an album where it was like the uh, um what's the dude they say for taxes. Uncle Sam, it's like yeah, he had yeah, Uncle yeah. Sam on the cover. Okay, there's a, there's a song there that I I love to death. I play okay. it for the middle school boys, all of that. Uh, to get them hype. Yeah, and okay. that's but that's just I know it might not get them all the way hype because it's Ice Cube, but boy, I I love it. Okay, nice. No, and then now Fifty Cent on the other hand, now that's a he got a song. Um, I'm supposed to die tonight. Yeah, boy, when I was at Gillisville Middle playing football, yeah. I would put that song on. I would go out there and warm up. And yeah. I'll be ready to hit and everything. Yeah, and then it's, a, I mean, 50, 50 Ice Cube. He's in, 50 is in my top 10. And But but a lot of people don't like to give him that. And I know he ain't come out. He can't. I know some people say he killed New York hip-hop a little bit. I think Ebro likes to say that and all that. But yeah, I, I feel like now, I feel like like how, how Jay-Z did his thing outside of music and the way 50 is going is like it's crazy to me. Like, yeah, especially with the shows, raising cash. I know me and you've been keeping up with that, going right, back and forth. Right. I mean, like, if if I could do it like anybody, that's who I would want to do it like. like. Fifty, yeah, it's like fifty. Yeah, no, he. I think he's doing. He's doing. He's doing what he did in music and television now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, this, like a second run of his career. Uh huh. And it, yeah, it's impressive. And I, and I ain't gonna lie. That's that's somebody. That my mama put me in front of, even though she probably shouldn't have at a young age. But yeah. I remember I put his DVD in. It had, I mean, his CD, but it had the double to it, where you can put the CD in and play the game on the yeah. re- on the remote. And every day, cause my mom would go to work five o'clock in the morning. And uh-huh. If I ain't go off the Browns, well, I'm at home by myself. Uh-huh. Got tired of PlayStation because games was too dark, and if I couldn't see where to go, I'm like, fuck that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I put that in. I'm listening to that. We riding around in the little car shooting shit. Right, 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 <laughs> and I was right, like, oh yeah, that's it right there. So right. Fifty Cent to me, even though Fifty Cent, like Fifty Cent is that one to me. I'll play that. Like whenever I have a kid one day, you gonna play that? And he can understand music. You gonna play right. against like, the we shit gonna ride. We gonna ride to this fifty. I ain't, <laughs> you ain't with your mama. You with me today. I ain't. I'm finna, okay. finna show you the essentials. Okay. <laughs> like fifty cent is that one. And then who else? Um, mm, I'd say even though he ain't hip hop, but he do hip hop music when he want to. Chris Brown. He's a legend. Yeah, he yeah, he he up there for sure. Um. Somebody I feel like has potential to be a legend one day, but he probably got uh, still got a little while to go mm-hmm. so he can get there. But his catalog to me already is crazy. Mm-hmm. Is Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez has had. Um, I think it was 
Was it last year? When when he, when he allegedly shoot in the foot? It was last year, right? Yeah, I, yeah, something like that. I don't, and you he know put out he put out uh, all that um, tape after that. It was it was Daystar, and then it was oh my god, uh, New Toronto Three. Yeah, those two albums are in my top five of the year, bro. Well, it's, it's 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 a shame that it he's going me, through that stuff. Bro, it make me feel like he didn't really do it, bro, because he had a song on there that was like you can still come back. And I still love you. And I was like, and the way he was saying, I was like, bro, he pouring his heart out on this shit, bro. Hell yeah, he's facing time. You better pour your heart out. <laughs> I'm like, bro, he pouring his heart out, bro. And I was like, bro, put, I had that on repeat. I was, nah, like, I, I, I was like, man, I feel him, bro. He ain't shoot that gal, bro. I think it's impressive that he managed to put together 20 songs talking about the same damn thing. And they and all over. sound different, and they're and they're good. That that album is fire. That in New Toronto three. Is and you know one thing I found out about Canada, Canada, through their government, they have a fund to invest in creatives. Oh, that's dope. And the United States don't have that. And when I heard that, I'm like, what? Canada is very ahead in a lot of ways, bro. Like that was crazy to yeah. me. Uh. So like, if you somebody that you want to get onto a creative type of lane, mm-hmm. and I guess they feel like you're doing the steps to really try to do this. To do something. They have a fun to help to, you. And I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, that's the coolest thing. That is dope, man. Yeah, you better hurry up and move to Canada because in a couple years they're not gonna be letting Americans in there no more. You think so? Hell yeah. I don't want to move, Ken. I'm going to live my dream right here in the United States. That's what's up. That's <laughs> America. America. Uh, African-American. African-American. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. But, but, but that's, that was crazy to me when I heard that. I'm like, dang. So I'm like, no wonder that you see all these Canadian people didn't. I think they got somebody else I listened to is, uh, I think, 1111. It's an R&B artist. If you ain't never heard of I've him. I've never heard of him. Either. He hard, man. Yeah. You riding with your lady. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might have had a little argument about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Go, you just you just popped that in. She ain't right with me for that argument <laughs> 40 minutes ago. Dang, <laughs> y'all can't get over it. Nah, I'm going to hit the eject button. Oh, Lord Jesus. I just got that installed in my car, too. Yeah, yeah, ride with me if you want to. <laughs> Lord Jesus, bro. So, going back to your shop, you know, uh-huh. now that you got your own shop, what's the name of your shop and where is it located? Uh, so, you know. Okay, so the name of the shop is Lennox Ave Barbershop. What, what made you name it that? Uh, so my dad's name, my dad's name is Lennox. Um, and uh, Lennox Ave, it's a um, it's a street in New York. And so, you know, street, uh, Avenue is a road uh-huh. and Lennox is my dad. And uh, it was basically like saying like Lennox Way. It was a way to honor my dad. Um, That's what's up. You know, man. while you know, just you know, to show him how much I appreciate him, how much he shaped my life. So, really, it's like without my dad, you know, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be where I am. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's either Lennox Way or No Way, and it was Lennox Avenue. That's shopping. what's up, man. Yeah. Lennox Way or No Way. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. We yeah. sticking to it. Right, right. Exactly. So, you got your shop. You've been doing good with that. You know what's something next that you want to do with your shop or do you uh, want to i mean you know uh with the media thing is you know um filling my chairs up with uh-huh. uh, barbers and stuff like that okay and um i already have already have one guy mm-hmm. great guy great barber and he's you know great personality that's that's yeah. really like to me the most important thing is like yeah. uh somebody who's uh trustworthy somebody who's personable uh-huh. and sincere 
and um, you know his skills are coming up. Him him being a, a good barber. Me personally, I feel like that's an that's a bonus. Yeah, you know. In, yeah, in I know that's person. what gravitated us to get tight how exactly. we are. You know, we have good yeah, conversations yeah. and we really talk to each other. We get right. personal with each other too. Right, right, right. You know, we can talk with each other about things. I'm like, hey, look, it's between me and you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? But man, right. so getting back into hip hop a little bit, you know, it's a lot going on with people. Feel like Lil Nas is is trying to paint. An image mm-hmm. that a lot of our black kings are, you know, you know, um, what's the correct word to uh, say? Home uh, is it uh, gay or uh, homosexual? Uh, I don't want to say it the wrong way, <laughs> y'all. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you mean? Like you mean? that? A lot of our kings is is you know. Is is gay, you know what I'm saying, and and they feel like they're pushing it. A lot of people feel like he's pushing it on our kids. And what then you on, mean? You said you said he's trying to say that a lot of a no, lot no, of, no. A lot of people are saying that he through his music, his music videos, oh, and what he's push pushing, that. he's trying to push the us and into, our kids into stuff like that. Yes, but oh, then people's okay. rebuttal. Some people's rebuttal to that has been, well, you see Cardi B. She doing the same thing with come to women and showing all they stuff and all that type of stuff. Then you got little baby, uh, not little baby, excuse me, uh, the baby. baby on little at a uh, Rolling Loud, you know, talking about you know, uh, if you ain't da 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 and you sticking to what's right and right, right. Uh, against AIDS, HIV, all that type of stuff. Like, how you feel about? Cause I know you love hip hop and right, you know, you try to keep up with the state of where it's at current. Right. How you feel about that whole? Well, all right. So here's the thing. I think uh, uh, people are too in their feelings about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're too sensitive to to stuff like that. Um, I could definitely see where people could say that he is a machine being used yeah. to uh, to to try to influence Push a narrative. Yeah, yeah. Which, as as a pop star, as a, a person in media, you're gonna influence people whichever way. Fifty influence a lot of kids through. Gangster music to do yeah. gangster shit, you know what I mean? That, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what comes with the territory. Yeah. As far as the the Cardi B one, I, I I feel like that's a weak that's a weak argument to make because sex sells, and uh, a lot of times when it comes to women in media, they push the sexual agenda. Yeah. Because that's what that's what promotes it. You yeah. Know? I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say Cardi B is like super sexual because that's what sells. I think that's part of her per- personality. Uh, you know, sincerely. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that definitely sells uh, yeah. tickets and moves numbers and stuff like that. The Lil Nas thing, I feel like it's a, um, it's it's a it's an angle. You gotta have yeah. an angle. Like you know, we talk about um, uh, we talk about boxing all the time, and I tell you, it's like you can't just be a great boxer. You have to have a personality on top of it. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali wasn't the greatest until he started calling himself the greatest. Yeah. Lil Wayne wasn't the greatest rapper alive until he made the song The Greatest Rapper Alive. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So uh, with that, his angle is being edgy and pushing and doing this and doing that. Now, the thing is, it's on you to decide what you're going to do with the information he's putting out. Yeah, Lil Nas X is not raising your son. No, no. You know what I mean? So if if he thinks that's cool and your son starts doing that... That's not on him. That's on you. You teach your kid 
how you want your kids to move and what he listens to and this, you should be the bigger influence on your kid. And if you shouldn't, you shouldn't be so offended with a person you don't know personally. That too. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't, I can't be mad. I can't yeah. be. I, so to me, you know the video that they were talking about? The, uh, the one he just dropped? Uh, it was one where he's like, it, right, it, oh, he's, it came out. It came out whenever he had the fake titties. Like, oh, when he was uh, he was like a goat. He, he was, was like a he devil. Was, he was like right. That. He was he basically in the video. He had Satan in the video, and he literally gave Satan a lap dance. See, I've never seen the video, cause I don't care. Yeah, you know that's yeah. me. Like I heard about the video and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, well, heels on. You know, on the toe. only time I've ever listened to Lil Nas X is like when. I was getting in the car and my my uh, my phone hadn't hooked up to my radio to my yeah. to my car yet, and that's when I heard you know Old Town Road. That's a catchy song. Yeah, but see, and that's a lot of people talking about. He got in there Old Town Road, and then now he's going the way you know what I'm saying. But then people was hating on him even with the Old Town Road thing. A lot of the country people didn't even want it to be a country record. Well, well, yeah, because, you know, a country record, one of the biggest country records done Ever, by a yeah. black kid in today's time with the George Floyd and Sandra Bland and all that stuff happening, mm-hmm. to them, they would see it as disrespectful. We don't want that shit over here. Yeah. You know, but, you know, they loved it whenever they put, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, oh, Cyrus. Uh, Billy, Billy Ray, Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus. Hannah Montana, now, mom, Yeah, now they champion daddy. the song, right? Yeah, and that's, that's just how it goes. When you're black and you're doing something great, you're going to have people hate. It's not just when you're black. When you're great, people are going to hate. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the game. As far as the baby um, saying what he said and all that, I, you know what? I, I saw that. And I was like, what the hell is this guy talking about? That was just stupid. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, why you, you know, why are you tossing yourself in the fire over something that you, that, that was unnecessary for him to say. Yeah. Um. You don't have to say that stuff. You can have your opinions. Yeah. But you don't I, have to. It doesn't have to be derogatory. Or other. Against yeah. Like people. he ain't have to do it that way. I do feel like in the entertainment industry as a whole, from TV shows to music, I feel like they all are trying to push a narrative. Because even when you watch the shows mm-hmm. and they got sexual activity, most shows now we gotta include. A, a gay scene or whatever, yeah. And most of the time, from shows that I've seen, it's black on black or black with some, and to where it's always a black, a young black brother, yeah, portrayed as being or coming out or yeah. in the closet, yeah. And then with Lil Nas coming in the picture, it's like. Everywhere you go, you trying to you trying to avoid him, but now right. you trying to watch a show with your boo at night, or you right, know right, what I'm right. saying, right. or or a teenage show right. that a high school kid is watching. Right now it's on there too, so it's like either way you go, you can't escape it. You either go. Yeah, I mean, okay, so right, so we're living in a society where um, um, everything is like hypersexualized, right? Yeah, and so with all that stuff going on, um. And then we're also living in, in a in a in a society where inclusion is like the main thing. Yeah, they people are out here. Corporations are out here to prove that they're not racist. Yeah, and I feel like that, that might be a not, thing too. Yeah, that that they're not uh, homophobic. Mm-hmm. Hey, li- li- listen, we got the Hispanic dude with the um with the white woman, so we we're into the interracial thing. We got yeah. the black dude with this, you know, blah blah blah. All these things. Yeah, 
whether you like to admit it or not, they all exist. There's yeah. a bunch of gay black dudes out here. There's a bunch of uh, Hispanic women that are with white men. You know, all these things exist. But what they do is, yes, they, they it, there are conspiracies where it's like, yes, you are trying to push these things. One of the narratives is um, how do you emasculate the black man? Is yeah. You... Um, you 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 feminize them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how you can that's how you can knock them down and stuff yeah. like that. Whatever, whatever they can't do to us what they used to do to us yeah, back in but, the day. But, but here's the thing, though, is that you have one little Nas X, you have Nas, you have Jay Z, you have Mike Tyson, you have Barack Obama, you have Samuel L. Jackson, you have uh, Corday, yeah. you have. Uh, Whoever, all these other black people of influence all over the place. Don't focus on something that you don't agree with or whatever. Don't give all that your energy. That's, it's not necessary. Yeah. That's going to exist. And what happens in those situations, like, um, like there's, this one, there's this one lady. Um, she works for, she, I think she used to work for Fox News. I'm not even going to say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, but people like that work off of clicks. And you know, clickbait and stuff yeah. like that. They say that um, all new, all promotion is good promotion. When they, when she goes to a corporation and says, "Hey, listen, I I got fifty five million views on YouTube because of this crazy thing I said," and they they're not gonna look and say, "Yeah, but you got 44, 44 million dislikes." I don't care. It's forty four million people that watched. So if you don't like something, don't pay attention to it. Don't give it any energy. All that Lil Nas X, if you don't agree with that stuff, or if you agree with, if you agree with the champion, if you don't agree with it, don't push it out there. Yeah. Focus on all the good things around you. That's, that's, that's the solution to all these things because people are going to live their lives. People are going to push things on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole market out there of, um, of gay black people that can be sold to. There's a whole market of gay uh, of straight black people that can be sold to as well. Yeah. So that's what you focus on. Yeah. Um, don't waste too much time being offended by nonsense. Yeah, man, because I, I try to stay out of it anyway. I don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. I did back when he was in the rodeo stages, right. but once he went the way he was going, right. I backed off of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, man, it's just, to me personally, I, I like where hip-hop is. I know right. some people don't. I like where hip-hop is. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like you can't avoid listening to Lil Nas for the most part. Right. And there's going to be something. He's going to pop up, either on a commercial or whatever. He's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. It's just what you're going to do when he pop up. Are you just going to listen to him? But some people are okay with that, and that's fine, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I know me being a me being a Christian or whatever, I, I just, you know, I ain't going to rock with it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's sure. just, you know, my belief. Even, even when they came out to Chick-fil-A for giving money to FCA, because FCA, to get into FCA, fellow Christian athletes, you got to sign a waiver saying that basically you know that being gay or however you're a correct, politically correct way of what that is, yeah. you know that that's not right. Right. And then they uh basically chastised Chick-fil-A for giving them money. Right. And basically was trying to boycott them, even though who going to boycott Chick-fil-A? Ain't nobody going to boycott I mean, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a Christian organization. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. They close on Sunday, so you shouldn't be surprised if they don't. That's what I was saying. Day. So then Chick-fil-A stopped giving money to fellow Christian athletes because of that. 
Okay, so so the thing with that is, I understand that because yeah. before Chick Fil A is a Christian organization, it's a business. Yeah, and they're not gonna you know alienate their you know the people that come in and buy stuff whatever. It's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of Jewish people that that go to Chick Fil A. It's a bunch of Muslim people that go yeah. to Chick Fil A. And whatever they believe, if they feel like it's gonna hurt the brand, yeah, they're not gonna back it. Yeah. So, but know, I they're in the like business of making money. But I do feel like their brand is being known as a Christian company. Mm-hmm. Everybody know that. Mm-hmm. So, to me personally, I would have stuck. I would have stuck with doing what I had to do, even if right. it would hurt the company not, because the foundation of the company was built off us being a Christian company, right? And you've been giving to these for, for years because right. they do things fellowship all that type of stuff mm-hmm. why and you believe it anyway you know what I'm saying so why go against it just because of what people say that's the same thing people like people that was against it for like say when the um lgbtq or the way they said yeah. it whenever you don't go against that oh they gonna make you go with it Right. Or they gonna try to get you out of here. Right, right. So I feel like they're Christian. They should be able to to stand on their grounds the same way gay people stand on theirs. Yeah, I understand what you. You know, say that's yeah. the only thing I hated about the whole thing. Well, I mean, the thing that you that you have to like recognize in those situations is that you are a person of like you have your values, morals, and beliefs. Those yeah. are the things that you stand on. If Q is not these things, then he's not Q. Yeah. They're operating from a business standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, like, you know, I, to me, I'm going to go with what I believe personally. I'm yeah. not going to compromise myself for money. Yeah. But and they, I ain't saying I got nothing against them or nothing like that. No, I, I understand that. But, you know, you, and then the other thing that you got to understand, too, like a lot of people have to understand is that some of the people in these businesses may not even go to church. They probably don't even know what the Bible looks like. Yeah. You know, they know how to do numbers. You know, yeah. they're probably not hiring it. Their accountant may not be a, um, a Christian guy. The yeah. accountant might be a Muslim guy. The accountant might be an atheist or a Jewish guy, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They do numbers. Yeah. And the numbers dictate that donating to the FCA is um, bad for business. So they stop, you know, so yeah. because they feel like it may be that detrimental. I get where you're coming from. I can also understand where they're coming from when they're saying that. I'm not, not saying like yeah. either one is right or wrong or whatever the case, but that's just numbers numbers talk. That's yeah. all it is. So, you know, and then before we get out of here, man, one more thing. I know you like to take, you know, photography a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? What made you get into that? Man, it was actually one of my friends. Uh, uh, his name is Raymark. You should look him up to on Instagram. It's uh-huh. um, Raymarkable. Okay. Uh, or Lay Canadian. He just changed. I don't know why he keeps changing his name. L <laughs> E underscore Canadian. He's yeah, I had Canada. to stop doing. That. I was changing so much too. Yeah, yeah. He's he's dope, man. He's uh honestly to me, he is the greatest photographer in the world, and the only thing that he doesn't have backing him are the metrics. He doesn't have the followers or the numbers, but mm. he's dope. He's the one who got me into uh, taking pictures. He does he does weddings. Um, he does uh, he's done a few celebrity things, but he signed NDA, so I can't even. Uh, nobody can really talk about talk it. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, he's he's super dope, and uh, um, he's the one who directed me. He he told me which camera to get. He was like, "Yo, just go get the body, 
I have a lens for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because I was doing a lot. I, would, I had an iPhone 3 at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. I was taking pictures with that, and I had an iPod back when iPods were a thing. Oh, yeah. And I would take pictures with my iPod. And then, you know, and then I, when I got the camera is when I started doing that. I'm looking back at my old stuff, and I'm like, yo, I thought this was fire. This is trash. <laughs> and, uh, man, because you hard, man. I appreciate Like, it, for man. the ones that don't know. You know, Mike right here, he did my, you know, uh, Mediator Work Break cover. He even did my, my first one in Morocco, even though it was edited by Digital Veil. But but the the Mediator Work Break, that was all him. And and I can't wait for, for the next one because you know, it's going to be even better. Yeah. And and the vision you be having with your photos, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of your photos, they be simple. Yeah. You might take a, just a picture of the little suitcase. Yeah. And you got a good little 15 words. You're right. like, damn, I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate that. Like, how did your, like, like, who in your life do you feel got your mind frame to, like, like to to get the way you think? You know what I'm saying? Because okay. when you take a picture, it ain't just a picture. Like, you say something like, damn, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I appreciate that, bro. Like, uh, so it kind of goes back to my mom again. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I I draw. Okay. Uh, so, and my mom taught me how to draw. And then, you know, and then, so before we came to, to, to the U.S., mm-hmm. I had actually gotten a, um, a scholarship to an art school. Okay. And I was going to be, you know, drawing and stuff like that. When we came here, I found out there was like six different Power Rangers. Uh, Fresh Prince was on right after school. And I had a whole TV schedule of stuff I was going to watch from when I got off the bus to when, when I went to bed. <laughs> so drawing went out the window. Oh, uh, you know, so I kind of lost that a little bit, but uh-huh. I always had an artist spirit. Yeah. Um. So, and then another thing is like I'm a I'm a huge uh, film buff. I love movies, man. And when I'm watching movies, uh, even in real life, like even like right now as we're sitting, I I'm framing things in my mind. Sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing. I'm framing things in thirds, fourths, sixteenths, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I was looking at you right now. I was like, okay, how would I if I was to take a picture right now? Where would I? How would I frame this? Do I take yeah. this whole body? Then my focus on the mic, blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. it was just—it's just an extension of me drawing. Is really what uh, photography is. Oh, and, that's what's uh, up. Yeah, and like you know, watching movies, like my favorite directors and stuff like that. It's like I was just watching a movie last night, and I was like, uh, no, I wasn't watching a movie. I was watching um, Canaan, Raising Canaan. Man, because when I get, I'm sure we're gonna watch the last one before this next one yeah, comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was uh, the second episode. It's a yeah. bunch of tracking shots in there. That I thought was were dope. Like when you watch it again tonight, mm-hmm. one of the one of the ones I was like, this guy worked on this for a second. He planned this one out specifically. Mm-hmm. When uh, um, uh, Omar Epps gets to uh, gets to a unique spot and he's getting out the car, that whole sequence of the camera zooming in uh, whenever he's pulling up. And then him, tr- it tracking him all the way to walking into the building. It's like uh, little yeah. subtle things. Like you're gonna, you're gonna see what I'm talking about when you watch it. Okay. It was just smooth, and it yeah. reminded me of like Martin Scorsese and uh, Goodfellas when he did the the whole tracking shot of um, Henry Hill walking in through the back with his girl and all this stuff. Oh uh, yeah. It's just smooth stuff like that, and it's uh-huh. like little things that I just noticed and I pick up. I'm like, that's dope. I like that. You know. So. So yeah, camera work and stuff like that. It's always stuff in my mind all the time. So. Man, like. Yeah. Man, just to know you, man. You know what I'm saying? To me, man, you you big homie to me. You know what I'm saying? You, like, I came to you. went to McGavick. Yeah. Became a barber. To me, one of the best barbers in the city. Thank you. If not thank the you. best. Thank you. 
doing photography. Yeah. And then what we did alone, you know, I feel like it's legendary already. You know, for people that don't it know, is. they will know as time keep progressing. Absolutely. And like, man, I just, you know, you're a blessing to me, you know what I'm saying, to I be somebody you, I can bro. talk to and come Likewise. to about things. And it, and it ain't even about, you know, material things with us. Right. It's, it's more about just... I can I can have a real conversation, you know what I'm saying, right, with right. you. Like I can be vulnerable with you, mm-hmm. and I ain't got too many people, especially my age, that right. I can just be completely vulnerable with and don't be just judged, right? Or you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and, and man, I appreciate that about you, man. And then, but like, let the people know where your shop is located at. Okay. So if they, you know, if they do want to come get cut by you and try you out, mm-hmm. you know, they know where to come. And then, and I appreciate you too for giving money to the football team. Oh yeah, yeah. You know he gave some money to Dupont Hadley. We appreciate him. He is an official sponsor for this season, and we thank you for that as well. Like, right. but let the people know, you know, where they can book through you at, hit right. you up at, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I gotta call. I gotta call Coach Marshall too because I forgot to call him about some some stuff. But anyways, before I even say that, man, uh, I want to say I appreciate you too, bro. Um, I consider you a very good friend of mine and you know and like I tell you all the time it's like you know you're very mature and very like wise beyond your age yeah. like I was telling you I mean you, I try to be I ain't perfect but you're a very humble person too yeah yeah and you're nice you can rap you got you got uh you got you got amazing potential I appreciate it's time yeah, to just get to work and don't stop this time absolutely man. absolutely man but uh but anyways uh it's Lennox Ave Barbershop uh, I'm in uh Old Hickory Okay. Uh, it's 3400 Old Hickory Boulevard. Um, and then um, one of the easy, you know, easiest ways to reach me is my Instagram. Uh, and then you can get my phone number. If you message me on there, you get my phone number. My Instagram is at uh, MikeBladesTN. That's my barber one. And then my, my photography one and my personal one, if you want to call that, it's at Mike underscore Basquiat. All right, man. But look, this is the VC Lab. We're coming at you every other Tuesday and every other Wednesday on the video version on YouTube. Just stay locked in, man. There's going to be a lot more people coming. It's going to get a lot more better, a lot more segments, a lot more conversations. And I'm glad that y'all taking this ride with me, man. We ain't going to stop this time. We're going to keep going. We're going to get bigger and better. So just stay tuned, and we out. I appreciate you, bro.